You are listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White, and today's episode is called Simply Purpose. I decided to create this episode because the self-coaching topic for my Habitology membership in September 2020 is purpose. We're going to be studying purpose, getting clear on what it is, and going through some of the exercises to help us discover it. And so before I start, I want to invite you, if you're interested in doing this work, you can join my membership and you can do it just for a month if you want to. You go to melaniejwhite.com forward slash habitology if you want to find out more. But in this episode, I want to share a snippet of the work we're doing. I'll be talking about what purpose is, why it's important, and how to figure out your purpose so that you can live a more fulfilling and meaningful life. A lot of people I talk to are really unclear on their purpose and why they exist. And it can be a huge obstacle for you when it comes to living your best life, on being authentic, on delivering great services in your business, on even figuring out what your niche is. What sits behind all of that is purpose. That's why I think this episode is so important. I wanted to start by sharing my first thoughts or rather my first ever question about purpose. One of my earliest memories is asking my mother a question. Mummy, why am I here? Why do I exist? I was about three years old and I was stuck on this and my mother freaked out because she was wondering why a three-year-old would be asking such a deep question. But fast forward to today, I'm on a path of fulfilling the purpose that I was striving to identify for so many years and which I finally settled on several years ago. And let me just say that it has taken me a long time to get here. It's not something that can just necessarily pop up. I was always envious of one of my best friends who knew at the age of 11 that she wanted to be a chef. She was totally clear on what she was excited about and she ended up becoming a chef and having a really successful career running a restaurant or several restaurants over time and i always thought gee i wish i could just be like her i wish i could just know what i'm meant to be doing like she did <laughs> if only it was that simple but some of us are seekers some of us can't be pinned down that easily and that's why i think this episode is so important Let's start with defining purpose. According to psychologist and psychology researcher, Dr. Paul Wong, purpose and meaning are linked. And you might've heard both of those words being used interchangeably, but they are slightly different. Purpose is simply the reason you exist, as in the reason that you get out of bed in the morning. Meaning, on the other hand, is the intention or reason for doing something. In other words, it's the beliefs that sit behind your purpose and cause you to take action toward it. So there are several different beliefs that you might have that might drive you to fulfill your purpose. You might hear some people talking about this as your why, the big reason why you do what you do in life. And I had a conversation with the someone last week about their why and they were really uncertain about how to figure that out. They were getting a bit stuck with their business and trying to figure out what they wanted to do and whether they still wanted to do with, do the same thing they'd been doing for many years. And an interesting conversation unfolded from that. And that got me thinking about why purpose is important. 
a lot of the time we do things and we become good at them and we just putter along in the hamster wheel of life wondering if this is all there is. And maybe there is something different for you out there, but you might also just need to take a closer look at why you're doing what you're doing and how you started that in the first place because you may actually be already living your purpose. That's probably a whole other conversation. So let's get back to purpose and why your purpose matters. Whether it's discovering it for the first time or rediscovering it, it's important. There are a lot of reasons why purpose matters and here are a few. I'm going to quote some information from the Beyond Blue website, which is a website to help people with depression and anxiety in Australia. And it has a really great fact sheet on purpose, which I'll include in the notes for this episode. Beyond Blue says that your sense of purpose is the motivation that drives you toward a satisfying future and helps you to get the most from the things that you do and achieve, large and small, right now. They say that when you know your purpose, you feel enthusiastic about waking up. You have plans, intentions, the drive to keep going, motivation, and importantly, resilience. And as you know, I've been talking about resilience recently on this podcast. Positive psychologists say that knowing and working toward your purpose helps you to identify and use your strengths to grow, to feel happy, and to thrive. So think for a moment about that and the flow on effects of that. Right now, imagine yourself being someone who knows what they want and how to get it. Imagine that you're totally 100% clear on what you will be doing today, next week, and next year, and why you'll be doing those things. Imagine the focus that you'd have. Imagine the clarity that, you've, that you'd have. You wouldn't be wasting time on dead ends or clutter, filling your life up with a thousand things that don't really matter to you. You'd put all of that stuff aside because the path forward would be super clear. You would have a clear intention, a clear focus and a drive to get there. How does that feel right now for you to think about those things? By now you should be feeling motivated, alive, vital and maybe warm and fuzzy, thinking of that result that you could create by having a purpose. Notice that you can feel that way even if you aren't clear on your purpose, just by imagining what it would be like to have a purpose and to be thinking and acting that way in a focused and intentional way. That's why it's important. So you can feel like that and act like that more often. So with that said and done, let's talk about how you can discover your purpose. I want to be really clear about something before we start. You can't necessarily just discover your purpose and live happily ever after. As I mentioned before, one of my friends identified her purpose when we were 11. <laughs> Lucky her. It took me much longer than that before I figured mine out. I was about 43, I think, when I discovered my purpose. And it was a journey. For a lot of people discovering their journey, their purpose is a journey, and that takes time and reflection and life experience. Having said that, though, there are some things that you can do right now to start getting clarity on your purpose and finding the path forward. 
Remember that I said earlier that your purpose or the reason that you exist is driven by your reasons for doing something, that is your beliefs and values. And so on that basis, a good starting point for discovering your purpose is to explore your values, your character strengths and your beliefs. We're going to talk about that in a four-step process in a moment, but I want to add that I believe there are a lot more ways you can figure out your purpose. I believe that you can access more information about your purpose by reflecting on your hobbies, your past experiences, your past successes or triumphs, the times that you felt proud, moved and motivated. In other words, the times that you felt most moved and emotional in life when you were using your strengths are probably signposts that you're close to discovering your purpose. There are plenty of online quizzes that you can do to help you discover some and or all of these things about yourself if you're unsure. But let me ask you some questions now to help you get the idea of how it works so that you can start narrowing down what your purpose is. I want to take you through four steps going from a kind of a very big picture level down to a more granular level. The first question to ask yourself or the first thing to figure out is what is most meaningful to you? At the big picture level, you can start here. And according to the psychologist and researcher, Dr. Joel Voss, there are five main sources of meaning for most people. The first is materialism, which is where you find meaning through your animals, possessions, professional success, finance, nature, leisure, sport, sexual experiences or health. So materialism encapsulates finding meaning in those things. The second source of meaning is self-growth. And this means that you're finding meaning through resilience, self-insight, self-acceptance, creative self-expression, self-reliance, reaching daily goals and or self-care. If those things are incredibly important for you, then self-growth might be a key area of meaning for you. The third is social which is where you find meaning through being connected with family and friends, belonging in a specific community, contributing to society and or taking care of children. If any of those is a really important thing for you, then purpose for you may be, or meaning for you may be around that. Number four is transcendent, and that's where you're someone who finds meaning through purpose in life, personal growth, self-development, the temporality of life, justice and ethics, religion and or spirituality. So some people find that tra being transcendent is a key source of meaning for them. A fifth is being here. That's where you find meaning through your own uniqueness for simply being alive, connecting with others in the world and or freedom. So if those are five main sources of meaning for people in the world, according to a psychologist, Reflect on yourself right now. Are your interests spread across these areas evenly or do one or two stand out for you? This is a starting point. Now I invite you to reflect on your values or what's most important to you. If you're not sure about this, you can see the show notes uh, where I've got a download to a free guide on finding your values and you might really get a lot out of looking at that list and doing the exercises to figure out what's most important to you. Values are the things that are important to you and which you feel strongly about. A rough definition is that they're the principles by which you live your life. 
They guide all of the thoughts and beliefs that you have and all of the actions that you take. When you live in alignment with your, with your values, in other words, when you are being authentic, then you are living in integrity, which simply means that your behaviour is consistent across all areas of life, driven by your values. If you're not sure about your values, think about other people that you might know and how different they may, may be. You probably know some people who place a lot of value on achievement and spend all of their time striving to innovate or to get ahead. You might know other people who are passionate about creating community, others who are focused on spirituality, and others who are focused on being creative. It's so great that we're all different and that we all have different values because each of us contributes in some way to humanity and the world and our human ecosystem. It's those differences that work together to create the world that we have. And so with all that said, thinking about what's important to you or thinking about the people that you know, what are your values? As I mentioned, you can go to the link uh, defining your values booklet to my defining your values booklet on my website that you can download to help you get clarity. If I think about what's important to me, it's definitely being of service, achievement, innovation and fairness. These are all really big, important and meaningful things for me and they drive nearly everything that I do in my life. The next step is to think about your strengths. These are the things that you're good at and which you use to overcome challenges. Strengths are the things that you role model for others, which means that others come to you to get help with the things that you're masterful at. And so they're also part of your purpose. Strengths are strong character traits that you use often in life and, most, and mostly you're using those strengths to help you to, to succeed or to overcome challenges. They're the things that you're good at and enjoy. If you want to figure out your strengths, you can take a VIA test. I'll put a link in the notes to this and you can work out what your strengths are. But better still, ask your closest friends and family to describe three of your greatest strengths. It's really interesting when you get other people's perspectives. These are the things that you may not see in yourself that other people will notice. So what do people say about you? What are you known for? I like to collect words that people say about me in my coaching log after a coaching session. And the list that I have says people think I'm calm, non-judgmental, persistent, productive, creative, inspiring and knowledgeable. They're the words that people use to describe me. If you're still unsure about your strengths, you can reflect on the qualities you like most in other people because that's a clue as to what your values might be. For example, if you admire people who are really honest and forthright, then you're probably that way yourself and they're probably strengths of yours, being honest and forthright. You can think about what people rely on you for. I just, I've just kind of alluded to this, but more specifically, here are some questions to get you thinking about what people come to you for when they need help. What are you role modelling? Do people always come to you for help when they're sorting out their messy schedules? Do they come to you for a friendly ear when they're feeling down, a shoulder to cry on? Do they beg you to bake your famous biscuits? Do they seek support with massive cleanups? Do they get your advice on gardening? What is it? What is it your knowledge? Is it a skill that you have? Is it a trait, a personality trait? 
What is it about you? Everybody has something that people turn to them for. What's your thing? I find that people come to me when they're doubting themselves, when they're overwhelmed or unclear. I've lost count of the number of times that I've helped people in through my life to write resumes, for example, which is a really an odd thing because I'm not a resume writer, but I can think of many people who've come to me for help to put their best foot forward. I've reviewed blogs for people, marketing copy, all the time these people are unsure about what they've written or about themselves. And I've helped them to both acknowledge themselves and to get perspective on their strengths, achievement and their greatness, to get their words right. So for me, that's obviously part of what I bring to my purpose. The fourth thing to think about is what gets you fired up? Because at the end of the day, purpose is ignited by passion. The things that get you excited, that get you fired up, that they draw on what is meaningful to you. They draw on your values and your strengths. So even if you aren't clear on those other three areas, your passion can be a really good indicator of your purpose in life. I invite you to zoom out from your thoughts for a moment and think about what gets you ranty. What's the injustice that you feel emotional about or the outcome that you're passionate to see? Be really specific about it. What gets you standing up on a soapbox and voicing an opinion? Think about the situations or injustices or exciting innovations or visions that get you fired up. What are they? Wow, there's a lot to think about. <laughs> but there are four great steps to help you to get a bit more clarity on your purpose. And if you're still not sure how to pull it all together, I'd like to give you an example of that walking through these four steps for myself. So you can see through my example what it could look like for you. If I look at all of those five areas of meaning, all of them are important to me, but I think self-growth and contributing to society are bigger than the others. So my personal development and bringing greatness or um, something to the world are two biggies. Sitting below that are my core values, which are being of service, achievement, innovation and equal opportunity. There are some of the important values, the reasons that I get out of bed in the morning to make a difference, to provide opportunity for others, to innovate, to achieve and to help people. The level below that is my strengths. VIA testing shows that my strengths are creativity, gratitude, perspective and fairness. Client feedback is that I'm calm, non-judgmental, persistent, productive, creative, inspiring and knowledgeable. I think I'm innovative and I have a pioneering spirit and I value achievement. People come to me when they lack self-belief, when they're bogged down in overwhelm or in self-doubt. And if I look at what gets me ranty, well, I get ranty about the fact that we waste so much food unnecessarily. Really gets my goat when people don't eat leftovers. <laughs> I can't tell you how cranky I get about that. I get ranty that there are people who could be healthier if they just knew what to do and had support to do it. They lack belief in themselves and they don't think that they can. That drives me mad because I know that there are people who could help them to believe in themselves and gain the confidence they need to get their health back on track. And we can solve our nation's health issues if people just ate better and were less stressed. I get ranty 
that there are people who have amazing businesses or business ideas that could help so many people. If those business owners just had the self-belief and the means of getting their greatness out into the world, you can probably hear I'm getting ranty in my voice. And so if I pull all of those things together, a few things are really clear to me. Number one, I'm passionate about creating health and well-being in the world. But I realize that I can have a much greater impact by helping people to start businesses in the health and well-being space and to help them to believe in themselves and back themselves so that they can bring their greatness to the world. And that, my friends, is my purpose. What's yours? Let's summarize today. Finding a purpose can seem a little bit like finding a needle in a haystack, but it's important because it helps you to get out of bed in the morning to feel focused and motivated, to be clear on what you need to do each day and why. So if you follow this four-step approach that I talked about to look at the pillars of meaning, to define your values, to get clear on your strengths and to find out what makes you ranty, then you're well on the way to finding the answer as to what your purpose is. If you still need some help to figure out your purpose, I invite you to join the Habitology membership now because September 2020's self-coaching topic is finding your purpose. And we'll be doing a masterclass on this and having lots of discussions about narrowing it down and getting really clear on it. So I hope this has been really helpful for you. I love to help people find their purpose and that's what we're doing next month. I invite you to find yours because it makes your life and the world a better place. And that's it from me for this week. I look forward to seeing you soon. Bye for now.